Hello, Mr. Lloyd. How are you doing? How are you doing there? Sorry for the pilot error. It's okay. It's okay. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, why don't you share with the audience a little bit about yourself and uh, how you started with uh, carbon metatechnology? Yeah, no problem. So uh, carbon metatechnology uh, got started in 2021. And uh, it was a group of investors that came to me and said, you know, you should be looking at uh, this uh, area of, uh, of addressing environmental issues because I have a long history in, um, in technologies. And also my background originally from Cornell was in uh, biochemistry and uh, immunology. So, uh, so I looked at some areas in uh, even as early as 2020, and I had... Uh, uh, bumped into uh, Peter uh, Edwards over at um, uh, Oxford University. <clears throat> so um, uh, we we uh, touched base, and we, it turns out we had a lot in common. And we said, uh, "Let's let's collaborate and work together." And that's really kind of how it started. And uh, you know, the, as you probably know. Uh, the, you know, the, the challenge around us with plastic and with carbon dioxide is, is huge. And the opportunity that came to us originally with University of Oxford was with taking plastic waste and converting it over to carbon uh, and, and hydrogen. So that's oh, really nice. uh, the genesis of it. Okay. Okay. So that, that's the main focus is what you would say, right? I would say so. We're, we're really all about taking carbon in any kind of form that is a problem, a, a waste, and then um, turning it into a product. And this is one of them. Okay, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, how, how is the blockchain applied to um, taking yeah. care of carbon waste? Yeah, you bet. So we had uh, spoken with two companies in this area, and what we were looking for was a way to reward people for um, taking their plastic waste and then uh, and then depositing it, and then we would take that plastic waste and then turn it into a product. Uh, so, like in the case with. Uh, uh, like, for example, a company called uh, Grounds Coffee over in uh, Muckleteo, Washington, they were they were collecting some of their plastic, but not much. But after we talked to them about what we were trying to do, they were truly on board. So we are partnering with Zeloop. It's uh, Z-E-L-O-O-P. And in fact, you can find their Zeloop Eco Reward, which is, I think it's E-R-W out there. Um, and what we're going to be doing is taking these plastics, we're going to be converting it into carbon products using microwaving. It's kind of like the microwave in your, in your house, only it's about, uh, about 500 degrees Celsius. So it's pretty darn hot, something you don't want to do in your kitchen. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. so what we're going to do is that the, um, as we are recognizing revenues out of this uh, stream, we're going to be coming up with a commission plan where the holders of the Zaloop tokens that are generated every time you deposit a, a plastic bottle or you deposit more than that, that the reward goes back to those people that, uh, that gave that plastic up. 
Oh, kind of like um, kind of like what people do now, like um, recycling. Like they'll go around the yep. neighborhood. Well, when I was a kid, I used to yeah. go around um, the neighborhood and get cans. That would be like my side hustle. So yeah, exactly right. And instead of you know getting the you know the pennies or you put it in the machine and maybe you get a nickel out of it or something like that, <clears throat> instead you're going to get a coupon out of it. And it's a it's a cryptocurrency uh, coupon is the way I look at it. And right now they're using it for they're using it for games, but we're looking at going beyond that. And, and they have about thirteen thousand users right now, and in, in over one hundred and fifty countries. And they've already collected a million plastic bottles. So th this is something that we thought they had the infrastructure for doing, and to reward those users for doing that. That's that's really neat. Um, do do they have like robotic machines to help collect the plastic in the sea, or um like boats to help with that? Yeah, your point is extremely well taken. They do not. What they do is they just define a collection point. That okay. collection point could be a robotic vehicle out in the middle of nowhere collecting plastic. Um, and what we're doing is we'll take it from, we'll take the plastics from anywhere. We'll process it with, um, with the microwave, produce carbon and produce hydrogen out of that. And then those, those users that deposited it and whether it's a robotic system out there in the middle of the ocean or somebody, you know, in Cleveland, Ohio or something. Uh, but in, right now we're starting with Washington State, to be honest. But um, <laughs> what, we'll, what we'll do is we'll reward those people that deposit it and gave us the plastic and, we, and then we produce carbon and hydrogen. I, okay, now I understand. Now I understand. Um, excellent. Why, why, should we, why should we care? Like, what, what would be... Yeah. Like yeah, what would motivate so, people to go up and just like go randomly pick up trash just to, you know? Yeah. Now it's a really good point because this is really all about, uh, first of all, it's helping people to, you know, really see how their actions can make a difference. And when they're using this Zaloop app, um, they'll be able to see just how much they are collecting but moreover, they're going to get they're going to get a reward token for this, and what we want to do is bring a financial reward to those people. So that's one of the reasons why we think they should care, you know, as a as a what's in it for me. But mm -hmm. moreover, it's a what's in it for us. I mean, we we do have, you know, what is it, thirty five million tons of plastic being you know, uh, the waste, you know, given out as waste, and only 8.7% of that in the United States is being recycled. It's really in our best interest, you know, collectively in the United States and, and worldwide to be able to take that waste out of the ocean. So it never even gets to the ocean or, or to the rivers. You just want to take it and deposit it and you get a reward for it. That's really the, the, the benefit is both for the individual, as in you're going to get eco rewards, and for everybody, which is we're going to have a cleaner environment. Do you think? Um, do you think the waste is going to has an effect on climate can change or climate control? So, certainly, um, some of the plastics are having an effect on the ocean per se. I think the bigger issue on climate change is probably more related to carbon dioxide. And once again, 
uh, you know, in, around the world, we're putting about 36 billion tons of carbon dioxide into the, that's emitted. Um, and um, 18 billion tons of that stays in the air. So really about half, the other half goes into the water. And when it goes into the water, it makes the, uh, the water uh, uh, more acidic, the air gets warmer, and that's causing a lot of the, the climate issues we're seeing. And we're trying to address that as well. Uh, we're doing that with, an, I'll call it an eco-cement that we're making. It's called Earthcrete. And we're doing this in combination with uh, a company called R-Chain. They also have a, um, uh, a token. It's called REV. So it's the R-Chain uh, token. And mm -hmm. this, is a, this, this is a very interesting group. They, they actually operate this as a co-op. And, uh, and I think this has a, a lot of promise to be used as a carbon credit. So when we produce these, uh, these uh, earthcrete bricks or foundations, um, any, any kind of um, construction material or construction project using this, um, using this material, using earthcrete, it actually absorbs carbon dioxide. So we're doing our small part, but it, just so you know, 8% of the problem of, uh, of carbon dioxide on the planet is caused by concrete that's produced the old-fashioned way. The, there are a lot of companies who are looking into making a net zero kind of a, um, a concrete, but this is a net negative. This actually takes carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. So for every 100 pounds worth of, um, of material that we sell as Earthcrete, about 10 pounds of that is going to be uh, carbon dioxide that goes back to the ground. It takes it right out of the air. And what we're really, we don't think we're going to be the only one by any means that does this, but we're really trying to encourage uh, everybody to start looking at alternatives to traditional concrete so we can make this problem better. And I think this, the, the reason we chose our chain was because it was so scalable and that if, if um, you know, hundreds if not thousands of companies use our chain as carbon credits, I think we can at least make a, a, a dent in this problem. Uh, and it doesn't have to be just, you know, concrete. It can be any company that says, I'm taking carbon dioxide out of the air, therefore, Here's an R chain carbon credit. That's that's the approach we're going to be taking with R chain. All right, all right. So you said earlier that that to download the app is it already out? Or do you have a beta ready, or is it? We, in we're, the just, we're just we're uh, just so first of all, Zaloop is already out there. That app is already out there, and it's been out there for a couple of years, I think. I know over a year anyway. Um, and so we're using it now um, with R chain. It is not yet connected. We're just now getting that discussion going with our chain. Um, so we will soon have a way for when, when a customer buys Earthcrete, they'll be able to have an app that will go, they'll be able to go ahead and, uh, and register that they've uh, bought that. And they'll be able to get the uh, carbon credit for that. And a carbon credit is going to have financial value without a doubt. Okay. And, uh, 
what what are some of the exchanges that that your tokens are on i know they're both on binance i know that for sure um but i don't know what other uh, exchanges they're on i just know specifically that they are both uh, uh erw and rev are both on binance chain are they backed by the sec are they um, let me see. I don't think they are considered a an equity. They are both considered um, a uh, uh, a token that that is backed by um, uh, the, whatever their uh, assets are. But they are not they are not considered a an equity. They are both kind of considered like like a coupon, if you will. Okay. Okay. Um, how many are out there? How many um, tokens? Uh, don't know. I don't have that number right in front of me. Okay. Okay. No problem. We'll, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Uh, what's the long term yep. goal for Karma Meta? So the long term is we're looking at using blockchain um, as a catalyst for uh, ecosystems of companies and people so they can be incentivized to benefit from the environment. And we'll be focusing on any number of ways to take carbon out of the um, out of the waste chain so that uh, it doesn't go up into the air uh, as carbon dioxide um, or uh, or we can take plastics and get rid of that uh, rather toxic uh, pollutant out of the system as well so in many respects we are kind of uh, uh, kind of becoming i would call a carbon sink if you will taking carbon out of the system as much as possible and i i I imagine that we will start looking at any number of waste materials that can be converted into hydrogen. Uh, so <clears throat> it turns out that uh, uh, plastic has a lot of hydrogen in it. So you can actually take that plastic product, turn it into hydrogen plus the carbon uh, carbon nanotubes and graphite and graphene. But you can also do the same thing with any uh, kind of a carbon waste. It could be paper, for example. Um, and that's that's one of the key benefits of our solution here is that it is not dependent on having all the plastic sorted and clean. Um, you know, you have to do some cleaning of it. You have to dry it. So there's some reasons for doing that as far as a process. But it does not have to be perfectly clean, which is how many of the recyclers work today. So that's really that's really our mantra here is taking carbon out of the system. Was it? So as we come towards the end of the podcast, I wanted to like throw in some fun questions, a couple of fun questions for yeah. my audience and get yeah, to know you a little bit better personally. Yeah. So um, what are some of your favorite books? You know, um, there are some books that we have uh, that I've been reading uh, about um, the uh, about fungi uh, and how you can use fungi for uh, processing uh, uh, wastes into uh, uh, into uh, usable products. Um, I don't remember the name right off the top of my head. I I know that I would have had my my book list with me. So, uh, but uh, that is one of my key things: is using biology, using chemistry to um, to find ways to take uh, take this out. Um, I'm trying to think, there, there, those are those are mainly the books that I've been reading. Especially is uh, is how uh, is how we're all interconnected in so many ways uh, through um, 
to uh, to fungi, to plants, and uh, and and using them to actually solve these problems. Nice. Okay. Um, some of my favorite books, you know, I like uh, I like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and then I like Ten X by Grant Cardone, and then what is it? Another book by Gary Vee. I can't think of it. Have you heard of those? Those uh, I have actually. Yes, of course. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, Gary Gary Vee is the one that actually got me motivated to to start podcasting about blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. So it's pretty cool. And um, so final question: What's your favorite artist, like painter or a music artist or some sorts? Yeah, funny. Um, so, um, uh, you know, Degas is one of my favorite artists, I guess. Um, uh, he had an interesting comment, which was, uh, uh, art is not what you see, but it's what you, uh, it's what you want others to see. It's, it's what you want to make other people see. And I think that's so true uh, in uh, uh, whether you are... Uh, uh, an artist or a musician or or even a scientist or or even a CEO it's what it's what you want your it, it's what you're trying to help uh, people see that for example in the case of plastics and carbon dioxide it's I want them to see how they can make an impact um, I think uh, that that's probably in, in many respects uh, I, I think the from an artist's perspective, that's what I like. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's funny, but you were also mentioning about books as well. And one of the books that uh, I read a very long time ago that I still reference to this day is, uh, is uh, Drucker. And it wrote a very simple book called Management. And in many respects, you know, I'm a very hands-on kind of person when it comes to uh, uh, management leadership. And I think Drucker really kind of, uh, he, he, he understood that a very long time ago. I mean, we're talking like 30 plus years ago. Um, so uh, in, in so many ways, uh, I'm a very, um, you know, hands-on and very uh, down-to-earth kind of guy. I have to check out that book sometime. Yeah. Definitely. Well, um. Thank you, Mr. Spencer, for coming out on my podcast episode, and I wish you the very best with your endeavors. And I'll leave some links so my uh, so my fans can find you and, and become possible stakeholders and investors. Yep, and uh, we and when we come up with another update on uh, with our chain, we'll be back with you. Yes, yes, sir. And uh, yeah, looking forward to um, testing out your products. Also, all right. Well, thank you so very much. All right. Have a great day, sir. Yeah, you too. All right. Bye.